In today's fast-paced and highly competitive business landscape, organizations are continually seeking innovative ways to engage and convert their most valuable accounts. Uh, Account-based marketing has emerged as a very powerful strategy that enables companies to focus their marketing efforts on specific key accounts, uh, drive personalized and meaningful interactions through them. However, the rapid digitization of business processes and the evolving consumer behavior, uh, ABM has also undergone a significant transformation uh, over the last few years. Uh, so, how has ABM adapted to the digital world? Uh, what strategies, technologies, and best practices can empower organizations to achieve exceptional results uh, through their ABM campaigns? Uh, we need an expert to share those insights with us. And that expert with us today is Ankit Sharma. He's the AVP Marketing and Netcore Cloud. So let's dive in to see what insights he has for us. Hi, Ankit. Really nice to have you with us here today. Thanks. Thanks, Karthik, for the invite. So, Ankit, before we start, why don't you talk to us a bit about uh, Netcore Cloud, what you guys do, and your role in marketing there? Absolutely, yeah. So, Netcore Cloud is a can consider as a B2C company for market automation tools. We are one of the can say we are one of the leading market automation tools who can help us who can help brands drive revenue growth by per, giving personalized experiences on digital channels, which is email. A web push uh, and app as well. So I think uh, obviously creating customer engagement experiences which can help them retain their customers. And it has been 25 years for Netcore and and working in 40 countries. So I think I think it's it's a it's it's a great company, a great B2B Martech company, and one of the only companies who is profitable right now and and bootstrapped. So it is like no VC funding till now, which which makes it 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 in a very incredible story as well. Yeah, I currently take care of uh, of the North America region marketing, and where wherein we are trying to expand in that part of the geography where obviously uh, we all understand it is one of the toughest markets. Big boys play there, and and it is a very competitive market as well for for a product uh, and solutions like us. I've been trying to obviously expand that market with our marketing. A strategy there and it has been three to four years with netcore it has been a three and a half years journey till now and and trying to obviously learn understand the market better and and experiment and see see how we can scale that yeah thank you for that uh, you very interestingly said you know the big boys play there uh so i'm sure when you are playing such a game uh you know abm becomes a very crucial uh aspect from a marketing standpoint Right. So how has ABM evolved in this digital world uh, that we see? And what are some key strategies and tactics which organizations can use to implement uh, ABM in this context? And you can share some some uh, experiences or examples uh, from your perspective. Absolutely. So I think ABM has definitely, I've personally seen it evolve for some time now since I was one of the co-founders of a predictive analytics company who used to give sales and marketing intelligence to, to B2B brands, wherein mm-hmm. we were also running ABM campaigns. And that time, the, it was a buzzword. Like it was yeah. back six years back, I guess, five, six years back when it, ABM was a buzzword. Hey, what is ABM? So now mm-hmm. I've seen that journey. What is ABM to how ABM to how to scale ABM and then what next in ABM, etc. So it has been a very interesting journey. ABM definitely is a, is a buzzword and it excites a lot of people. But it's it's more than I would say it's more than a strategy or a mindset rather than we thinking it as a cool marketing tactic 
or a random act of marketing no uh, it is different it is not usual demand gen like demand gen is more around generating demand and capturing demand whereas abm is is more than that more than that wherein there's a buy in required from different uh, functional functional units from the company from the strategic leaders plus obviously aligning aligning the gtm like align with the goals align with the kpis and align with the business goals what we are planning to achieve there mm-hmm. uh, abm definitely has like as i said like it's not a silver bullet to be honest in that journey we have all understood that it is not a silver bullet like and yeah. there's no one methodology that can that can be replicated that that might have worked for x this might work for y as well no yeah. no one single methodology that can be copied obviously there's a, there are different frameworks that that have been obviously published by various abm tech platforms i think that word came from those abm tech vendors yeah. who, who obviously have created a niche in, or created a category itself because if you ask sellers they would say hey we used to do a, like okay th- is this abm we used to do it day in day out like hey identifying right. the right accounts and then then going after them in a personalized manner they have been doing it for ages but but with the tech getting evolved with uh, multiple tools coming in with multiple strategic alignment uh, coming in i think abm definitely has evolved from from what it was maybe 6 years back maybe 2 years back maybe 3 years back so very interesting to know that you have also had an entrepreneurial stint and uh, you know in the, in the area of predictive analytics and we are also seeing increasingly that you know analytics ai machine learning is is uh, playing a crucial role uh, from marketing standpoint as well uh so how have you seen all these technologies impact abm uh, in recent years absolutely i think uh, see to be honest as i said it's it's not abm is not a technology but definitely it's a process or it's a mindset or it's a strategy but having said that definitely with ai and ml coming into picture the tools coming into picture they definitely add value not denying they do not add value it's like what i believe personally my mindset has been or what i personally believe in is marketing to everybody is like marketing to nobody you're you're mm-hmm. you're, you're you're all over the place mm-hmm. so the first step in abm is identifying your ideal customer profile what mm-hmm. it looks like what is that ideal customer profile and and that needs to be defined first before even mm-hmm. starting anything before even investing or even thinking about abm that is definitely mm-hmm. the first step once that is defined and that can also the ideal icp can also be built through some of the tech platforms like mm-hmm. understanding the tech stack understanding the firmographics understanding some of the other intent signals as well i think icp can be defined so definitely tools help there but the next step after identification of the icp is how do we start abm right uh, which is identifying the right accounts from the icp to run that abm approach whether it can be one to one abm one to few abm one to many abm which we say programmatic abm or or abm always on something something on yeah. those and there are some cool words uh, but uh, the first part as i said is to identify the right set of accounts in each of those uh, methods that we are types of abm that we are talking about one to one one to few or one to many and how do we choose that and that's where the ai and ml comes into picture so the first part is obviously to identify the right accounts uh, to identify them we need to first understand or prioritize those accounts like maybe 50 accounts choosing 50 to 75 accounts in a one to one apm but how do i choose those 75 accounts obviously it depends on account prioritization and how account prioritization hey we need to identify accounts who have engaged with us in maybe last 90 days 
hey, these are also the accounts who fit in our ICP based on firmographics, technographics, intent. Hey, these are also the accounts who are, who are showing some intent on third-party websites. Hey, these are also the accounts who have been registering for our webinar. They have been opening our emails. They have been attending, consuming our content. They've been downloading our assets. All these things combined make, make a good set of accounts that we need to, we need to identify. And that, that makes like a fit score. Hey, this is the right fit account. And mm-hmm. that fit scores come from an accumulation of all these activities that I talked about, which can, in a very simple word, and any market automation can give a lead scoring or an account score. And mm-hmm. that can happen through AI and ML, where the AI and ML can help us identify or prioritize those accounts based on the mm-hmm. activity that I just spoke about on, on the other channels, which is engagement data, behavior data, which is the fit data. And, and, and definitely that is the first step to do the account prioritization, like which accounts and why. And obviously mm-hmm. these these have to be aligned with our sales team and sales goals, obviously. Mm-hmm. So traditionally, when ABM first started, it was predominantly more, uh, you know, customized direct mailing activities, which were carried out. And then, uh, you know, pandemic came in and you know everything moved into remote, uh, right? So we had remote working, uh, virtual interaction. So I was reading a data from Gartner, which says now people choose to have virtual interactions more than actually interacting one-on-one with a sales person, right? So a lot of things have changed in this digital workplace that we talk about. So what are some, uh, you know, specific challenges or opportunities that organizations need to be aware uh, when implementing uh, ABM strategies in this new uh, remote or hybrid uh, environment that we're operating in? Absolutely valid question. There, there, there were tools like obviously great scenarios where, where challenges started coming in because of the COVID, wherein there were vendors who were saying, hey, we can give, we can identify XYZ from XYZ company through our reverse IP lookup model, but they were just uh, the IPs were of the office spaces, which, which yeah. they're not operating from. And definitely right. the match rates went down. The data became deceptive. Nobody trusted tools. That definitely was one of the challenges. Apart from that, multiple challenges in terms of how do we operate? Like like maybe the direct, like events were not there. The physical events stopped. And events play a very important role in ABM as well, which we can have a separate conversation on. Like it completely uh, helps... Uh, to design an event strategy along with an ABM strategy. So that went off. Apart from that, it was more of a virtual uh, and, and, and digital consumption that happened. But having said that, like the people started consuming more, more content, right? During that era. Uh, and obviously now, obviously it has opened up. People are working from offices and remote as well. But that time you would have seen like, it, it was an era of good digital consumption of content lot of intent went high, like a lot of intent people started searching for topics that they were interested in, maybe the platform that they wanted to onboard. They were not ready as, as per the COVID era, so they wanted to adopt to new technologies and platforms. That definitely gave a boost to, to tools, but then data also became deceptive as I talked about some of the use cases here. Mm-hmm. So that, that was so true because there was suddenly an explosion of content which happened and I think people also started consuming a lot of content, but Right now, we also see there is a content fatigue which is coming in. Right? So even when you uh, look at events, webinars, on-demand webinars suddenly became the thing and you know everyone started doing on-demand webinars. And like you rightly said, an event strategy uh, with a combination of ABM strategy can be uh, a real game changer for a lot of organizations. So considering this scenario right now, how do you think uh, and uh, delivering that impact for ABM? 
I think multiple strategies. I, as I said, like we we all need to continue experimenting and see what is working and what is not working. There's no, as I said, no single methodology that can be replicated or what we have seen in the past. What has worked, and it's it's more important to fail fast, learn fast, mm-hmm. and pivot. Like it's not about, uh, it's not about that. Like, hey, it's no, it will work. No, we we need to identify. We need to give it a time. We need to see whether it is working. We need to pivot as per the new experiments and the strategies. And adopt as well, like and then I'll tell you the most important thing that is that is required in an ABM journey is the alignment with the sales team. It is it is the in, in fact the most crucial step. Like sales and marketing alignment, if that doesn't exist, we are not doing ABM. Wherein the sales leader needs to be aware. We have decided as a project who are the who are the right stakeholders, decision makers, influencers. How do we engage them in a hyper personalized manner through content, creatives, uh, multiple tactics, but but how we are driving them from one stage to another in a buying journey itself is a is a is a is a beautiful science, uh, which mm. which makes ABM very interesting. Why? I'll give you scenarios wherein just assume uh, the call A is done with a call uh, from with one of the ICP accounts. He spoke to a decision maker or an influencer. Post that. What happens? He shares us the notes. What happened on the call? And from a marketer or from an ABM perspective, we see hey. Okay, what what was the discussion around? Was he talking more interest in the pricing? Was he mo- more trying to understand how how we are known in the space? Like, are we even a known player in the space? Or he was more interested in comparing us against a specific competition? Or he was interested in a particular feature of our product? And that that's where it starts. So the mm-hmm. next messaging or the next communication from a marketing side has to be around around the interest area that that got discovered during that call. Post that. There's multiple beautiful journey, right? It's like till till a PO is signed or till the opportunity is closed, there are multiple stages in the funnel where prove it, negotiation, etc. Wherein each stage plays a very crucial role in terms of running ABM playbooks. Giving you an example, if it is a negotiation stage, they've already understood that okay, they had a need, they they needed a vendor, they identified a vendor, we are that vendor. They they are they they are still little convinced that yeah, we are that right vendor to solve their problem, but the last thing is, do they trust us? Hey, have they done this for XYZ companies or other companies like us? And that's the time to showcase your best testimonials out. That's the best time to showcase your success stories out. And then similarly, just going before one stage before that, it's middle of the funnel. Hey, they're still identifying. They know that there's a problem. They know they, they need to identify uh, a vendor. But are we the right vendor? Let's inform them. Let's give them some right uh, information around uh, through use cases, through infographics, how we have solved it for others. And then before that, even maybe talking about the white papers, the eBooks, so that building that trust, right, that is important. And in the end, obviously, after negotiation, building that trust is important through testimonials, through reviews. So it's a beautiful journey to to help the sales team also to reduce sales cycle, to increase pipeline velocity, apart from also generating top of the funnel demand. Yeah. From the right customers. Yeah. That that was a very interesting uh, point which you spoke about alignment between sales and uh, marketing, because that's where invariably things uh, usually uh, you know fall off. That are uh, marketing things sales is doing and sales things you know marketing will be able to support. Uh, so how do you see digital tools acting as a bridge between uh, ABM and uh, ABS? So it's it's an interesting journey to be honest. Like the, as I said, there are a lot of tools that have come in these days. Uh, obviously, 
supporting apm like as i said for mm-hmm. for even to analyze the data or even to get that data through ai and ml there are tools there's a lot of apm tech vendors who who do a lot of stuff so for each journey i think in in the apm framework i think where identification of right accounts to to targeting them on on different ad platforms to identifying the intent uh to even measure i mm. think a lot of tools that exist and that can but what but, but it's, it's not as i said it's not about technology or the tools it's about the strategy so we need to identify which tools we need to adopt which things we right. are good at we need to look at our own crm and marketing automation there's a lot of data and a lot of insights there are we equipped as a team to extract that and make make some insights out of it then then we do not need a tool for maybe that category but mm-hmm. do we need a tool for measuring the success of abm yes maybe we we adopt that maybe do we need tools for intent we adopt that mm-hmm. so it depends it definitely depends on use cases that we are trying to solve mostly companies at enterprise level obviously uh, they're trying, trying to run one to one abms for higher acv value accounts which are more of enterprise accounts and then they try to adopt multiple abm platforms there's so many that exist demand based six sense terminus lot of them so that we can we can use their platform to 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 run one to one campaigns plus also get some intent enrich our data plus measure the success so a lot of things exist there so it it to be honest there's no one answer where where which tools might be right fit for a specific account yes there are a lot of tools but yeah we need to identify which works for us and which doesn't work for us or do we want to invest there and do we not want to invest there so from measuring the success of apm campaigns what according to you could be some key metrics that organization should look at i think uh, as i said like at the start of the project itself we have to be aligned with hey what is the goal what are we trying to achieve and how the attribution looks like where it is more of a team effort we keep ta- talking about as a one team which mm-hmm. which has multiple functions involved be it from bdr team to to aes to to even the demand gen marketing team the abm team and and different teams as well like maybe the customer success team a lot of people get involved and then try to try to make abm work and wherein the attribution can be around hey what are the closures that we have got what are the opportunity or the pipeline that we have generated through mm-hmm. our icp icp prospect that we have defined what is and which buckets they fall into like this we did for one to one one to few and one to many like do we understand what we were trying to achieve like out of 75 accounts xyz number of closures in xyz months plus xyz pipeline in these many months i think can can definitely be a good metric there plus apart from that i think to be honest like there are only 5% of buyers in the market every time who are looking to maybe make a purchase so but but anyway, yeah. from a marketing perspective marketing team job or abm team job is to whenever they are ready our product or our company should should be on top of their mind Correct. that's our job that's the abm air cover that we are talking about we need to keep engaging them with our hyper personalized campaigns targeted towards their problem statements towards their challenges towards their goals what they are trying to achieve speaking in their language not even saying what we want to say but trying to listen to what they are saying and then accordingly craft our personalized campaigns and and it's like abm always on like it you never know as i said they they might not be ready now but whenever they are ready at least they are mm-hmm. aware about that hey he's the right they are the right vendors let's talk to them they, it sounds interesting so yeah mm-hmm. so it's and my like last question yeah influencing ah. the at every stage as well yeah yeah so again my last question is how do you see uh, abm evolving in the future and what are some trends that you foresee 
I think ABM definitely is going to, it has already evolved and definitely it will evolve. There will be some new vendors coming in, new technologies coming in with chat GPT coming into place. You never know. Yeah. The world has already changed and chat GPT and ABM definitely is going to be, you definitely will see that that uh, for sure, uh, making, making inroads and helping to evolve ABM strategies and make the ABM work. But I think it has been, ABM has been, as I said, since uh, since start as well, like it has been a process which has been adopted by sales teams since ages. It has now become more efficient. It will become more efficient from mm-hmm. time to time, wherein uh, you will see some more stickiness and more alignment tools which can help us with beta, uh, b- better uh, understanding of the data, better insights, better targeting options, better personalizing options like personalizing your website, personalizing your outreaches on multiple channels, measuring the outcome, measuring the success of the outcome, plus obviously with with content and creators also getting advanced and being able to simple, simplify it through chat GPT as well. So uh, it will continue to evolve as a process and a journey, but definitely room for all the players and the tools to come out and chip in as well. So I think uh, with, with what I get from the conversation is one while, uh, so ABM is not just, uh, you know, silver bullet, it's more of a strategy, a mindset. Uh, shift which is required to yeah. do that. Uh, there needs to be alignment of sales and marketing when that's happening. Uh, better assessment of what tools make sense for you as an organization uh, is is important. And then having those metrics in place so that you're constantly monitoring it and fine tuning your game as you move forward will what lead to success of ABM campaigns. So thanks a lot, Ankit, for sharing those insights. Really loved our conversation. No, thanks. Thanks for having me. And and yeah, it was a pleasure speaking with you guys. Thank you.